Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Show to good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 609, nine minutes after six o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, now heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here tonight. The lovely and talented Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria stoic as ever. On the other side of the takeout window, your pal and I, Loti Chuck, screens your calls. We've got a monstrously huge show tonight. Little Sanjay with Would You Rather, Johnny Kilbasa. Will join us with a fast food review. We're going to honor uh, one of my favorite television shows of all time, The Sopranos. Debuted, debuted 20 years ago today. Was the first time we all met uh, Tony Soprano and his gang. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Jeff Bezos's divorce. Uh, but first, uh, you know, longtime listeners of the show or new time, new listeners of the show, you should know that I uh, have a love affair with a place called uh, the House of Waffles, Waffle House. Yes, it is. Uh, I first found out about Waffle House when I was, uh, I think it was probably when I went to Disney World for the first time as like a 12-year-old and they had it down there and then taking road trips in college to Florida and stopping at Waffle House. I just, I'd love that place. Any place I, I could I could afford to get steak and eggs. It was the first restaurant I'm like, <laughs> I can afford to get steak and eggs. Because in, in regular, you know, in like, not regular restaurants, but usually steak and eggs is expensive. Right. But I remember being in college, be like, I can afford to get steak and eggs. This is amazing. So <laughs> I've always loved Waffle House. I still love it. Um, so I just want to say that before I talk about the story, we're going to kick off the show tonight. Have you guys heard about this? I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit from Matt Johnson from uh, Channel 2. Uh, apparently, you know, Waffle House is always there for you, whether you are sober or not. And a lot of times you're not sober when you oh, go to Waffle story. House. Oh, that story. Yeah. So there's a guy who kind of went to Waffle House and passed out drunk, and the Waffle House employees kind of messed with him. And they've since been fired. This is no reflection on the fine establishment that Waffle House is. You know, don't let this story impact your love of their cheese eggs, of their waffles, of their hash browns scattered, covered, and smothered, which is how I take them, Longoria. Okay. But they kind of messed with this guy who passed out in a Waffle House. Here's Matt Johnson from Channel 2. A story you have to see. It's something, isn't it? Waffle House workers recorded themselves pouring some food on a passed out customer. So the video of this kid they face did down the on the counter. At Bernie's thing here, y'all. Nearly 7,000 people saw this less than an hour after we posted Put it. Salt, Channel 2's Matt Johnson live at the restaurant uh, in Mount Lithonia. Slice Matt, of cheese some believe that the victim knew the employees, but he says absolutely not. All right, so so that's the story. They fired the, the – it's a bad story. It doesn't reflect on Waffle House. Waffle House is amazing. Um, but, but it reminded me – and I, I – for the record, if any district attorneys from Dutchess County, New York, are listening, I never did this in college. But the thing in, in, in my – fraternity was if first of all you never wanted to pass out oh no you were fair game if you passed out 
as a dude. Let me let me yeah. in the Me Too era. Yes. Let me just say that. But the thing, and again, I never did this, and I never had it did done to me because I I didn't drink in excess. Um, I did other things, but I would I would never I was never dumb enough to pass out at a fraternity party. But the thing that we did, we meaning not again, not me. <laughs> our thing was if you passed out at a party, we were sh- they were shaving one of your eyebrows. Oh sure. Oh, yeah. So that was the go-to thing. And then you, when you wake up, you have the decision to make. <laughs> do I shave the other one or do I, do I rock one or do I take a marker and draw in the second? It was a conundrum. Wasn't well, the shaved eyebrow kind of cool when you were in college? No. No? no. no, 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 no. I mean, gone. Totally. Like, completely gone. Not it, vanilla eye shave. That's what really I was like, thinking. Yeah, no, no. Com- like, literally take it off. <laughs> it's bald. If, if you woke up with one eyebrow, Longoria, what yeah. are you doing? Getting some hair from my head and taping it down. <laughs> taping it. What about you, Deb? Oh, I can just draw them on. Yeah. Yeah. See, girls yeah. are easy. They can go get tattoos. And... Yeah. So you wouldn't shave the other one and draw yeah, the other I, one? Yeah, I would, on. but I could just draw them draw both them on. Draw them both on. Yeah. All right. Interesting. So I just want to kick off the show again. No, I didn't do this. District Attorney of Dutchess <laughs> County, New York. I did not do this ever, but this was a common thing. That was the prank. If you passed out, one of your eyebrows was shaved. That was the thing. Chuck, uh, if you if you had oh. one of your eyebrows shaved, what would you do? Getting rid of the other one. You just shave both of them. Yeah, I'll just, that was I'll the just typical thing. They would together. do that. The guys would be like, ah, oh. and then they you know they walk they wear their hat really low like this. That's less obvious around. than if you had one and not the other. Like everyone would notice that. Yeah, but it'd be less obvious if you just didn't have. <laughs> then you look like powder. Could, exactly. Yeah, I think you could get away with that. You one. Get away with it. So what I want to know is, uh, what was the prank when you were you know folks listening when you were less responsible in life if someone passed out what did you do to them because this is a thing you can go back six thousand years cavemen if cavemen passed out on mulled wine or whatever they were drinking something they did something to their buddies we did that stuff in junior high we didn't we weren't drunk we just someone was sleeping. you know sleeping over at a you know yeah. friend's house and what would the you first do? one to pass out what would you do though? whatever well, that's the it's thing. All, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. I want to know the whatever. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Famous uh, scene. Maybe not famous, but you ever, you ever see the movie Garden State? Yeah. And uh, the main character passes out at a party, and they take a, a Sharpie. Yeah. And as Mark oh, McKay yeah. mentioned, and they wrote all over his uh, body and his face, and then uh, he doesn't know it, and he's at breakfast, and Sheldon from... Uh, Big Bang Theory goes, you have blank written on your face. <laughs> yeah, that was common. Yeah, that was that was a common one. But I I, I give my friends, my cohort, some creativity points for doing the shaved eyebrow thing. I thought that was pretty good. Um, let's get the phones. 404-872-0750. Mimi kicks us off in Marietta. Mimi, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi, Mark. Hello, Mimi. I've heard you mention Dutchess County a few times, and so... I just confirmed with your phone screener that you are a graduate of Marist. I barely got out, but yes, indeed. I graduated from Marist College in 1996. So I was living up in that area at, in uh, 1969, 1970, and uh, I have the best prank story from Marist. I was not involved, but a guy that I worked with told the story, but it doesn't really have the same context as what you're talking about. But I think it would be entertaining if you want to hear about it. Yeah, let me hear the uh, the sweet and condensed version. Yep. So a group of guys that were in one of the fraternities there needed a Christmas tree for their uh, dorm. And they drove in it. They took a taxi because they had been drinking. 
and they stopped. You know those beautiful trees along nine? Oh yeah, right? near the FDR house. Yeah. If you go by, if you go by there, you can still see the one that has no top. They stopped the cab, climbed the pine tree, topped it stuck it in the cab and took it back to the dorm. Wow. Well, I give him I give him credit for being responsible and taking a cab on the way to uh, yeah. to defile the trees in front of the uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt house. That was right down the street from where I went to school. Oh, FDR's okay. house, right His on the Hudson River. House, oh. His actual house. Nice. And the Vanderbilt mansions and and I lived in a hovel, an absolute hovel in Longoria. <laughs> uh, Sean is up next on the Mark Aram show. Hey Sean. Hey Mark. What up, buddy? Yeah, I lived out in California, and a buddy of ours was getting married, and we were, there were four of us that always hung out together, and his fiance wouldn't let us three come to the wedding, so we went out the night before, did our drinking and everything else. We worked construction, and um, he passed out on us, so we welded him in a cage and stood him up on PCH. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, how big of a cage? It's probably about six foot tall. And All right. About, I'm, th- I'm picturing like a little, uh, like a hamster no. cage or something. <laughs> no, we stood him up and kind of prepped him in there, and he woke up. We even made the front of the L.A. Times. It That's fantastic. I hope you saved the paper. That's awesome. Good job. All right. These are good. These are good. Waffle House prank. Again, the Waffle House fired the uh, employee. This should never happen. No one should get ketchup poured on their head when they're drunk. Waffle House did the right thing. But uh, when someone passed out, when you were... Uh, an adolescent. What was the punishment they received? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 625, debating top uh, TV shows of all time here in the studio. 20th anniversary of The Sopranos. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, when you were an adolescent and someone had the misfortune of uh, falling asleep, passing out, what have you, what was the punishment that you served up? Chuck's in Decula. Chuck, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. Uh, yeah, back in the 80s uh, in the military, um, we had a guy in our unit that passed out on guard duty. And being that it was peacetime, it was not a big threat or anything, but still, it's, not, it's just not good. And so we took a magic marker and and drew the smiley face. You know, right on his face. On his, on his forehead. Oh. You know, with, with the circle and the two, two dots for the eyes and the little smile and and left it and then he had to explain that uh to his co when when he we got off guard duty where did that that see that's uh, bad enough when you do it and, and you have to go to class in school but if you're in the the service and you've got a smile at that because that that permanent marker longoria that doesn't come off easy my friend no yeah denny's in tequila denny you're on the mark aram show yes um we had a swimmer in our fraternity and he would use wax uh for body hair yeah and uh, we put a wax strip on the uh, eyebrow, and the smart uh, smart ones would be able to melt the wax. Would uh, just rip the wax. Right there. Oh, we're it. losing it. Yeah, but the dumb ones would rip it off. That's interesting. Wax. We just took a a Gillette, you know, fifty cent razor, a disposable razor blade. Yeah, not me, but the other people did that. Steve's in Ackworth. Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Uh, in our fraternity, we did pretty much the same thing as uh, as that military guy did. We would uh, we would get um, magic, mar- well, permanent marker sharpies and draw, and anybody part was fair game. We called it sparrowing because obviously, if you passed out, you ha- you were able to handle your liquor about as uh, about as well as a sparrow. <laughs> a sparrow. So. I like it. Sparrow. See, we never. 
the permanent marker we didn't do because that that that's I don't know that that seemed a little too rash. Not shaving the eyebrow though. Uh, Edward, what did you guys do? All right, back in the '80s, I went to a small college in North Georgia, and growing up in North Georgia, I was able to get a hold of you know some moonshine, peach brandy, apple brandy. One night we was, they had a big bonfire, and one of the guys that was out there drinking drank way too much of that moonshine. Went back to his dorm, passed out. Everybody came back to the dorm. He's laying on the bed, totally naked. They proceeded to take shaving cream, liquid soap, put it on his body in various areas. Took pictures with Polaroid. Oh, oh, that yeah, no, you can't take pictures. You got a you got a nude fella on the bed with shaving cream and no no pictures. Put the camera away, Longoria. Put it away. Okay. More of these pranks when we come back. Plus, we're going to talk about the Jeff Bezos impending divorce. That's big news. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hey, folks. This is Mark Marin from WTF. You're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Enjoy. Welcome back to the show. 640, 40 degrees on Peachtree Street, Mark Aram, and bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. on WSB. We're getting back to the calls in just a second. Talk about the Waffle House story. The guy passed out, and they, uh, the employee, now fired employee, dumped ketchup and sugar and a slice, one slice of American cheese. I think he needed more cheese, less sugar. Yeah. If you're going to put food on someone's head, make it a, a reasonable dish. We're not in the kitchen. Don't waste food on people. Put an egg on it. Put an egg on it. We'll uh, we'll discuss more of uh, what you did as uh, as adolescents when someone passed out in your neck of the woods. Big story that broke yesterday. The world's most uh, the world's richest man. His name is Jeff Bezos. He is the uh, creator and CEO and whatever of Amazon. The world's richest man. He and his wife are getting divorced after 25 years. And w- when the world's richest man gets divorced, I have questions. When it comes to divorce questions i need answers i turn to lee merriweather from merriweather and tharp lee thanks for coming on the mark aram show well thanks for having me mark this this has got to raise eyebrows in your profession right to the bezos divorce this is a big one this is huge so many levels what what's he looking at so they've been married for 25 years she was with him before all of this she probably contributed into the uh to to make him the world's richest man um, what, what's looking like a divorce settlement wise for the Bezos is, well, this is what's really interesting about this case is you've got one of the biggest companies in the world too, with Amazon. And he owns about 16% of Amazon, just a little bit more than that. And when, you know, if you talk about, well, if you split everything, that means she gets 8% of it, depending on how you do it, but that could create a problem for Amazon. And all the other shareholders are involved in Amazon because they may, well, I don't like how all of a sudden uh, Jeff all of a sudden has lost some controlling interest in Amazon. And and maybe uh, we might have a situation where I think her name's McKenzie wants to push something else. So the situation with a publicly traded company as big as Amazon complicates this a little bit. Yeah, because a lot of his wealth is from that Amazon stock. So he's worth $137 billion dollars uh equitable split possibly for this divorce so she'll get half of that well so in the state of washington is what's called a community property state but that doesn't mean what a lot of people think it means when you look at the statute on how they split things the court when they divide up assets and liabilities look at what's just and equitable after considering the extent of the community property the extent of the separate property the duration of the marriage 
and the economic circumstances of each spouse. So the court would look at that if the parties can't settle. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a case, the, the good thing is they both announced that they want an amicable settlement, and it is in their best interest to do this as, as amicably as possible because the net worth, the Bezos net worth, Bezos net worth goes down if the shareholders don't like sure. how the settlement negotiations are going. Sure. Lee Merriweather from Merriweather and Tharp joining us on the Mark Aram Show talking about the impending Jeff Bezos divorce. Uh, I want you to put on two hats for me real quickly. First off, as uh, if you were a Bezos's diverse, a divorce attorney, um, give me a, a nutshell version of what, what advice you'd give uh, Mr. Bezos going into this. Well, uh, the first thing I would advise is, hey, look, you've started off on the right foot, wanting to be amicable. And what we need to do is sit down and look at uh, sort of value the estate. When I say that, there's so much more than just Amazon they own. Now, obviously, that's the largest portion of it. But but, uh, my understanding is they also own something like 400, 400 acres of land throughout the United States. You know, he started a space company called Blue Origin, Mm -hmm. and it has the potential to be worth more than Amazon because you're talking about, you know, travel out in space and um, all kinds of amazing things that he has planned for that. So he's off on the right, he's off on the right foot about sitting down to talk about things, but then you need to start valuing what, what are all these things really worth? And is there a way that he can keep the majority of the Amazon stock and still give her something that's fair in return to her? Because the problem is, he can't just say, well, I'm going to give you half the Amazon stock or I want to pay you cash, which yeah. means he'd have to sell the Amazon stock, which, again, creates a problem. Impacts everything. Oh, yeah. And that could impact me and you. You know, Deb Green orders her uh, latex outfits on Amazon, Longoria ordering uh, empanadas on Amazon. Uh, but uh, just wrapping up real quickly, if, if it's a 50-50 split, she would be the wealthiest woman in the world if she gets half of that $137 billion. That's a massive, massive uh, stake right there. It is huge. She, yeah, she would be the wealthiest woman in the world. And, um, and, and she's a smart woman, too, because my understanding is she worked with him at the yeah. uh, New York Hedge Fund before they founded Amazon. And, yeah, I think you said earlier, she worked inside of Amazon to help build it early on. She was there uh, from the think, ground up. Yeah, I think she even is a novelist, and if I remember correctly, won like a 2006 American Book Award. So she's smart. Um, She has her own smarts, and she could do amazing things with that money herself. It would be really interesting to see what she does with it. Lee, where can we find out more about uh, Meriwether and Tharp, my friend? You can find more about us by looking us us up online at AtlantaDivorceTeam.com. AtlantaDivorceTeam.com. Good luck stagging that uh, Bezos divorce, Lee. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you. That's that's a that's a retirement case if you're a divorce uh, attorney. I'm doing the Bezos and I'm out. I'm out. Lee Merriweather, Merriweather and Tharp. Thanks, Lee. All right, we're going to come back with more of your calls about the Waffle House story. If you want to talk about the Bezos divorce too, I would love to hear from you. 404 872 wsb talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 654, 6 in front of 7, low T Chuck. Are you going to have to bounce early today? Mike Shields said Timberlake's at uh, Phillips Arena. I thought you were going to have to leave the show early. No, <laughs> don't you're good? I understand the reference. You, Justin Timberlake? Oh, for God. Yeah. <laughs> back, 404 wsb talk Ricky joins us on the program. Hello, Ricky. How about it? What's going on, buddy? 
Ain't nothing to it. I was just going to hit up on the uh, one you pass out store. Yeah, what did you guys do? So to this day in my entourage, if you pass out, uh, we will call in the uh, designated hernia inspector, commandeer your cell phone, Take pictures of your manhood and send it out to all the females in your phone. Oh my God! I don't. I don't condone that. Wow! I don't condone. That's that's just flat out evil. That's taking it to the other level. Yeah, we used to play. A, no, I'll tell you that next hour. <laughs> I'll tell you about. No, it nothing. It was a cell phone game. Right. All right. Real quick, I'll tell you. Okay. So this was you know 15 years ago, and we would uh, go out and out and out, and then you know in the cab ride home, we'd pass the cell phone around, and. You could go through your buddy's phone. Let's say Chuck gives me his phone. Okay. I'd go through Chuck's phone and call anyone in the on in the phone that I wanted <laughs> at three in the morning. Okay. And be like, uh, hey Julie, it's Chuck. You know, just like pretending to be right. them. And you're like hoping they wouldn't pick someone that wouldn't be good. Or like your aunt <laughs> at three in the morning. Hey, it's Mark. I would uh, never give you Chuck on Yeah, my that phone. was a tough game. Catherine's in Flowery Branch. Catherine, welcome to the Mark Aram show. Hey, big fan. Thank you. Um so I'll try and be quick, but I had like top three uh, first one was always those little popper firecracker things that you could just throw on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, I love those would, things. So basically we would like booby trap this person's house or apartment or bathroom. And in this case, we would put it under the toilet seat. And it always worked better <laughs> if it was a female. Yeah, because the, the seat would be down. down. Yes. So we would do that. I would put flour or baby powder on the ceiling fan and then rig it so they had to do the pull chain. I did that to so my then, brother, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. And then the best one would always be we would take their car and just move it and basically fabricate <laughs> a story to think that it was towed. That's so fantastic. Yeah, so we would do stuff like that. I and, did the baby um, powder one. My brother, my this wasn't when he was drunk. He was like seven, six, five, four. I don't know. And he'd have a, a fan going on in his room because we don't have air conditioning in the north. And I'd just sneak in his room and take the baby powder and like whoosh, squeeze it into the fan, and it would like boom, coat his whole room. <laughs> Woke up crying. Oh, um, I was grounded for like three go. months there. All right, we're going to continue to take more of your calls talking about that Waffle House story. The guy passed out. And they, uh, they put food on his head. When someone passed out when you were an adolescent, what did you do to them? Little Sanjay will join us with Would You Rather. And if you want to discuss the uh, Bezos divorce, feel free. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is now heard 6 to 8 p.m. The Mark Aram Show on WSB. Lois Griffin, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, now heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We're down a cast member. Deb just, she just beat it. She, she bailed. She was going to Timberlake, she not, just not Chuck. Out. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're rudderless for the last hour. That's all right. Uh, Longoria, stoic on the other side of the takeout window. Low T, Chuck screens, your. <laughs> Oh. Uh, little Sanjay's going to be up in just a second with a fast, uh, no, would you rather? And then Johnny Kill. Sanjay <laughs> can do a fast, fast food, food review as oh, well. Yeah, Sanjay's sure. multi-talented. Um, I want to take more of your calls on um, 
the Waffle House story. They messed with the guy that was passed out, which we've all done, but you can't do that if you're working in a restaurant. Yeah. Waffle man. House did the right thing, fired the employee. And you can't film it also. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in Montana, did you, uh, when someone passed out, or in Missouri when you went to college, was there anything that you guys did I, to people that passed out at parties or whatever? Yeah, correction. I didn't go to school in Missouri. Oh, you just Montana. lived there. I, yeah. I just all right. In Montana, when you're running track. Yes. Track team. Uh, we used to um, bring the... Um, Waxing strips. Okay. So if you passed out, we would awkwardly place them all over their arms and legs and just leave it. So they, they had have to pull to them determine. off the next day, yeah. but there was no uniformity to it. It was all. When I was in college, in case you missed it, uh, if you passed out at a party, we would shave one of your eyeballs completely yeah. off. So then when you wake up, you have a, a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Am I going to shave the other one or am I going to walk around with one eyebrow? Most people shave both, but um, one guy, Justin... Can't remember his last name. Justin, good friend of mine, obviously. <laughs> he decided to just go to school, just go to class with one eyebrow and let the other one grow in. Uh, so, what did you do there? 404 WSB Talk. Also, I want to honor the Sopranos. 25 years ago today, the Sopranos debuted on HBO. 25 years? 20 years. 20 years ago I think today. it's 20 years. Yeah, 20 years ago today. Here's some audio from uh, one of the greatest television shows of all time. We're uh, from Alcoholics Anonymous. What's your name? Well, we're anonymous. <laughs> Polly Walnuts. Uh, <laughs> Sopranos literally changed television. Without Sopranos, you don't get Breaking Bad. You don't get The Wire. You don't get any of the great shows. Uh, Sopranos really was groundbreaking. The first episode, ironically, if you watch it now, awful. The pilot, it was oh, awful. Oh, I bet, I bet, yeah. Really the bad. acting and everything. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, just yeah. so, so bad, but it got better. So I do want to, I'll, I'll play some more Sopranos clips as the uh, show progresses, but let's have uh, more of your calls on uh, what you did to, like, Hayes folks back in the day, I guess. Kathy joins us on the program. Hello, Kathy. Hi, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Well, uh, when the girls got together when I was a little younger, um, my girlfriend uh, had a pool. Okay. And we would all get together, and whoever fell out first would get their bra dipped in the pool and stuck in the freezer. Oh, no. And, of course, they would get thrown in the pool. I'm picturing, like, the scene from Greece when they have the sleepover with uh, Sandra uh-huh. D. That's that's what I'm picturing going on right now. Yeah, we did that all the time. We yeah. did a lot of stuff, but that was the best. Well, it's good to see the women getting involved in in, in the hazing rituals. you got to wear a frozen bra, Longoria. Oh, that would suck. Barry's in Woodstock. Barry, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. How you doing, Bob? Excellent. What's going on? Uh, just left from Waffle House. What'd you have? Steak and eggs. Oh, my man. Yeah, we could afford it. Waffle House, the only place you can afford steak Absolutely, and eggs. Man. Love that. Love Absolutely. That. I've got a couple, man, that uh, we did back when I was in the Army. One was a little shaping cream deal with feathers. Tell me about that. I want to know more about we that. Did, we would put the shaving cream in their hands, both their hands. Oh, and then you tickled their nose with a feather. Yeah. 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 Someone on that Twitter did the warm good. water one. Uh, where you, you dip someone's hand in warm water? Warm water, yeah. That's they, the other one we did. And it would make them uh, urinate. Did that ever work? Yes, sir. It worked. See, you I try, get I, the temperature of the water just right. Though. I tried it once with my brother. Again, my brother is my guinea pig. And my buddy uh, uh, Lena and I did it. And we were laughing so hard, we spilled the, the water onto his bed before <laughs> anything had happened. And so he woke up crying, and I got grounded again. I wasn't a very good, uh, I wasn't a very good brother. Apparently. No, you weren't. No, I wasn't. I'm sorry, Rich, if you're listening. I'll make it up to you. 404 872 750 1 800 WSB Talk. 
It's time for Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Thursday, I think, on the Mark Aram Show. Today's Thursday. How you doing, Little Sanjay? I'm doing great, making dinner. I love this new time slot. It's great, right? You get to uh, be on the air before you uh, eat the tandoori chicken. So uh, Sanjay <laughs> is going to ask us questions. We're going to try to answer them in studio, and uh, I want you to feel free to play along in your car. Uh, filling in for Deb Green is uh, Randy from the uh, Digital News Desk. You know how Would You Rather goes, Randy. We've, we've played this a we've, few times before, Mark. We've played this off air, you and I, but it's a different kind of game. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right, Sanjay, first question. All right. You have a magical lunchbox that feeds you once a day. Would you rather it gives you the same peanut butter, jelly, potato chips, and apple each day or the favorite food of the person who happens to be sitting closest to you? I, I don't do P, B, and J, so I'll have the favorite food of whoever's All closest right, to me. Well, you could do a gafilta fish and <laughs> tuna I mean, fish whatever, sandwich. The, whatever sandwich you want. Tuna yes. fish sandwich, uh, Cool Ranch Doritos. Thing every day, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll do that. I love that. I don't have to eat it every day, do I? It's just there for me. It's just there for you. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll take my my favorite lunch in the lunchbox every day. But you can't, you can't, yeah, but you can't eat lunch something. You can't eat something else. Like, that's there. You have to eat that if you're eating lunch. Yeah, yeah, that's I trust my lunch. judgment. Like, okay. I could be next to uh, Longoria, and he's eating tripe. I don't want I don't want tripe <laughs> in my lunchbox. <laughs> Randy, what are you doing? Well, you know, I like to try new things, yes. so I'm very much open to, you know, eating what my neighbor's going to have. It may be better than my PB&J or whatever the heck. All right, there you go. Chuck, I know your answer already. You do? Yeah. You're going to have the same thing. No. You really? Yeah. It's just lunch. If it was breakfast or dinner, I would probably lunch, go with the same Lunch thing. is a throwaway. <laughs> lunch you don't is care. throwaway to me. Yeah. What so, if it was uh, chicken salad from Cafe at Far Dunwoody? <laughs> yeah, still no. No? All right. Longoria? I tried, um, Silky. I tried. I'll eat whatever the person next to me is eating. Really? That's a yeah. gamble, man. You see yeah, what? Lunch. What if you sit next to Griffey's? Again, it's Quinoa lunch. bowl or something. Well, you're right. I'll and just man. make sure that I don't sit next to Griffey's every day. Or you sit next to Alewine with... Pork rinds and cheese sauce. Oh, uh, he to. would be the ne- best one. <laughs> I would, I would I'll sit, sit next I to would, him every yeah, day, every single day. <laughs> you may, you I would push people worse. out of the way just to sit next to him. All right, line. fair enough. All right, next question, Silky. All right, number two. Would you rather never listen to music again, or never drink again? And drink means alcohol. Alcohol. Um, never drink again. Never drink again. Can't I don't drink up, a lot now as Neil it Diamond. is. I, I listen to music more than I drink, so I'll never drink again. Randy? Ooh. <clears throat> you, know, I, you know, I have a lot of stressful days at I work know. and stuff, so... Um... <laughs> no, champ- no champagne bellinis when you get home. Oh, what about no vodka tonics Nothing. either? Nada. I think No that... vodka and peach cider. Nothing. What was the other option? <laughs> no music or no, no booze? Hey, no judgment, Radio Land. <laughs> no music. <laughs> All right. She's sticking with the booze. Chuck, I know, is going with booze. Yeah. Long, no, right? Right? No music, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Booze. yeah. No booze. Yeah. yeah. Me and you, Longo. I don't we can drink hang that out. Much we anyway. can hang out eating next to Alewine. <laughs> yeah. Next question, Silky. All right. Speaking of booze, would you rather find love but experience heartbreak or never find love but never experience heartbreak? No love, no heartbreak. 
Randy, you look you look uh, <laughs> like you have the vapors here. What's I'm going a, on? I'm a little perplexed. So, I mean, who doesn't want to like fall love and find? Well, you're going to get heartbreak. It's guaranteed. I mean, but you know what? It's going to be we, heartbreak too. We are women. See, we are built for this. Okay, we yeah. get our hearts broken all the time. Yeah. So, I, I but I want love. It's okay. I want love. So you want love and heartbreak? I, it's just temporary. I find me a new man. All right, Chuck. <laughs> love and heartbreak, or no love at all. Uh, I can take love and heartbreak. Love and heartbreak. Long love ago. and heartbreak. Really? Yeah. You guys never had your heart broken then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a kick in the teeth, my friends. I wouldn't wish that upon. survive, though, so who cares? Yeah, I guess. Exactly. All right. Next question, Silk. All right. Would you rather be locked in a coffin horizontally or a locker for three hours? Vertically. Vertically in a locker for yeah. three hours. Yeah, I mean this is a tight locker. Like you barely, you don't. Fit no, I wasn't giving my answer. Way. I was just, I was just saying vertically. You're vertically oh, yeah. in a locker. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. Um, I'm going coffin because they have some pimp coffins that are yeah. satin lined and pillows, and I'm going to go coffin. And you get some good sleep. It's nice and dark. It doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother you that it's a coffin. No, or like if my, it's my, a used coffin, maybe. Yeah. But if it's not, I'm in, who cares? I'm in there alone, right? There's not a, a body with me. No, and it's closed. Yeah, I get that. Little, my, little so basically awkward. my bedroom's okay. a coffin anyway because I've got the blackout curtains. So I'll get some sleep, take a nap. I can't nap standing up in a, in a locker. Randy. Um, I don't want anything that reminds me of death. Okay. Yeah. I think a coffin, like you're suffocated. Can you even breathe? Whereas a locker has a little ventilation. So I'd rather do the locker. All right. Yep. You're tiny. You'd fit in the locker. Hey. Uh, Chuck, what are you doing? Listen, you put some warm water in that coffin, you got a nice deprivation chamber. I'll take that. I've never done that. Would you do it's, that? It's wild. Is it? That's I think I'd, I'm a little claustrophobic, nah, so I think I'd freak out. Nah, you, you fall right into Sensory it. deprivation tank, yeah. right? Is that yeah, what it is? Those... You ever done that, Silky? No, but I want to. Let's you want, go. Do you want to do it, me Saturday. and you? Saturday. Let's do it. Saturday. I can't do it Saturday. I'm, doing, I'm taking a pasta making I'll, class on Saturday. What? Oh, yeah. That's a waste Sunday. of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wants, that is. He wants, to, make he wants to experience. Would you rather a pudding making class? Love. <laughs> you know they pudding make pudding already singles. made, They make right? pudding already, Chuck, in the store. <laughs> he, no, I think it, it was one of my uh, birthday gifts from Maya. Oh, nice. A pasta making class. I think nice. that's, I, I want to know how to make pasta. Is that a hint from her to you? Like, hey, learn how to cook? Yeah, start cooking. Enough of the grilled cheese sandwiches. Aram. Longo, what are you doing? I forgot the question. Oh, yeah, I already forgot oh, the question. Or oh, yeah. coffin or I'll do a coffin. All right. You got one more, Silk? I got one more. All right. If you had if you had to choose to date one of these people long term, which would you rather it be? Either number one, someone you learn really hates dogs and cats, or number two, someone you learn cheated on two of their most recent exes. Cheated on two of their most recent exes. Cheated on the recent exes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Because I'm living with, I've got dogs. You I can love hate dogs. cats, how that's fine, yeah. How dare you don't like dogs? Chuckles? Yeah, I mean, the exes might have been pieces of garbage. Yeah, so exactly. I'm fine with exactly. The exes might have been horrible, be Silky. Yeah. yeah, I'm going cheating. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Silky, well, well done, by the way. Good job. You're coming strong in this new time slot, my you friend. You are. You're, you're bringing the I heat. Like it. You're bringing the heat. Representing, uh, representing the brass tax. <laughs> yeah, on Facebook, brass tax accounting. By the way, we did a Facebook live, Silky, if you want to check it out, where we all tried uh, peach cider from uh, Abbott Farms in, in. Uh, in South Carolina. So check that out. Uh, again, on uh, Facebook, it's uh, brass tax accounting. He is the guru, the soothsayer, and our little pal. Sanjay, have a great night, buddy. Thank you. You too. All right, we're going to come back. All of your calls next. All of them. Every single one, I promise. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Randy, always a pleasure to see you. Thanks for doing Would You Rather. Likewise. I hope you don't get your heart broken, you drunken little person. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Mark Air Show. 
Welcome back to the show, 725, 39 degrees on Peachtree Street. David and Marty join us on the show. Uh, what's up, guys? How you been? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Hey, this is just David this time. Oh, where's Marty? Uh, she's back in the back doing cleaning out some rooms. Okay, she's yeah. okay though. She's okay. What's no, up? What's yeah, on your mind, David? Fine. What's going All on? All right, let me let me let me set the background for you. All right, this is back in '78. Uh, just graduated high school. My birthday. Just bought a brand new powder blue pickup truck. Ooh. We go to this place called Island Pond where everybody just kind of goes around, builds them fire, and everybody visited fire and fire. Being it was my birthday, hey, I, I had to have a drink and stuff like that. Well, when I got too much to drink, I was just going to crawl up in the back of my truck. My truck's not nowhere to be found. Uh-oh. I crawled up in the back of a buddy's bed, uh, his pickup, sleep it off or whatever, or pass out, what you say. Yeah. Got up the next morning. They said, man, we have been around this pond several times. We can't find your truck. I said, well, somebody give me a ride home. Let me, I call police. Real quick, David, what happened to the truck? When we got to the house, the truck was sitting in the high, at, in the driveway. My buddy drove it. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a happy end of that story. That could have gone sideways in a quick. Thanks, buddy. Uh, James is in Jonesboro. James, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Good to talk to you again, partner. Likewise, buddy. Listen, this is the first time this has ever gone public. But in... Um, just before graduation in 1965, that weekend, me and a couple of buddies had went fishing. And on the way home, we come up with this plan that we're going to get up about 2 o'clock in the morning, meet together, and we drive over to the principal's house. And he's got a brand-new Buick, and we take the hubcaps off on the driver's side, front and back, and just stuff those hubcaps full of fish. Oh, my goodness. We put them back on the car. And of course, he doesn't smell it for it, it a took couple over days. A week for him. Oh <laughs> no! Did you ever get caught? No, but uh, he that's had a just real flat clean out car. evil. That's flat. Yeah. All right. So if my car ever starts stinking like fish, I'm going down to Jonesboro and look for like James. That's awful. Why does my car stink? What the hell's going that's on? Bad. Smells like tilapia in here. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, more of your calls. All of your calls. I'm so sorry. We're way behind. Plus, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Louis Anderson, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, do you know about the USA? Do you know about the government? Can you tell me about the Constitution? Hey, learn about the USA. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, to provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Welcome back to the show, 736-24 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram and pals with you till 8 in the p.m. Our new time now, 6 to 8 p.m., Monday through Friday on WSB. Loti and Longo join me 
Um, we're going to get back to your calls in a second, then Johnny Kilbasa, the faster dude. Can I just explain how old and out of shape I am? <laughs> you just realizing that now? No, no, I'm just giving you another please example. Qual- please quantify it. Example 917. Oh, so okay. I get, uh, you know, I'm a big coffee drinker, and I order my coffee online. That's how much I drink it. So I get this, this box of coffee from Keurig every month, a uh, huge box. So it's shipped out, and I got it delivered yesterday. So I wake up yesterday afternoon, I go downstairs, big box of coffee waiting for me. I, I bend over to pick up the box. Didn't even pick up the box yet. I bent over <laughs> and threw my back out. Just the act of bending over, yeah. my back's like, Arr. I was like, oh my God. So I had to like push the box inside with my feet. Like I couldn't even like pick <laughs> it up. I just like kicked it into the house. Are you to the point where you can't put your shoes on? You can't bend over. You have to sit and then cross your leg. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have yeah. To lift your leg up you to put an entire shoe on. So, well, that's why I'm wearing the slip ons today. Is that what, is yeah, that what that is? Because, okay. uh, because I'm almost to that point. Like, I, I have a hard time bending over to put my shoes. I have to sit down to put them on. You need to do hot yoga with Silky. I, something. He can I touch his to toes something. now. Who? Hot. Well, Silky. Toes are, he's already I'm great. He's four foot six. Anyway. Yeah, that's not a big deal. I, know, I can touch my toes, and I'm not doing hot yoga. Really? I've never been able to touch my toes. Really? Yeah. I can't. I can I've palm got, the ground. I've got, doctor said with I have really short hamstrings. Yeah. Well, I have to see this. Yeah, we're, we're going to Facebook that yeah. live during the break. Cool. All right. Um, we're discussing, uh, what are we discussing? Oh, the Waffle House story. Sure. Guy passed out in the Waffle House. They dumped food on his head. The uh, Waffle House did the right thing, fired the dude. Don't let that reflect poorly on Waffle House. Fine restaurant, fine establishment. What did you do when people passed out uh, back in your partying days? We used to shave one dude's eyebrow. We'll talk about that. That's bad. Um, the Jeff Bezos uh, divorce settlement. Your thoughts on that. And we'll talk Sopranos if you want. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Taylor's in Bethlehem. T-Bone Pickens, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm excellent. I can't imagine back in your uh, partying days you would do anything uh, bad to people that passed out. Well, I never really had partying days, but um, I should not be left alone with people who have been drinking, and I'm bored, and I have a ballpoint pen. Oh, you're a, you're a drawer. I am, but um, if you fall asleep or pass out around me and you have no shoes on, I'm going to draw pictures in the arc of your foot. Oh, that could be cute. What so would you draw if, on Longoria's foot? I don't know. Probably a little piggy face. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a little piggy face, Longoria. Thank you. No reflection on your beautiful no, mug. No, no, just no. That's her... I'd probably wake up. That would tickle me. Yeah, that would tickle yeah, me. They're going to be really passed out. Right there. Yeah. yeah. I, I never did and was never a fan of the, the marker on the face kind of thing. That seems to be the most popular one. That's just, you know, I don't want to mess anyone's life up. Yeah, messing no. anyone's life. Up. I mean, it's not permanent forever. Yeah, yeah but do you ever try to get marker off? Oh, like, it's oh. terrible. That's, yeah. that's why it's such a useful tool. Like, you can rub your skin raw trying to get that stuff off. Yes, you can. Yeah, unbelievable. I make up remover. All right. Well, you know what? I, I, yeah, I'm not even gonna. I won't even. <laughs> I wouldn't even comment on what I know about eye makeup remover. But well, thank I'm you. Pretty sure you use it every day. No, no, I don't because I don't use eye makeup. Witch no. hazel. It takes my makeup off. Witch Hazel, Longoria. Witch Hazel. No, 40487. No, no. Russ in Gainesville. They okay. Hit the Russ, not Johnny Cabasa. Russ, welcome to the show. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. How are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. Great. Thanks. Any update on Mackenzie? I looked up online. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. biggest divorce settlement in history yeah. is some Russian guy named Dmitry Rybolov. He yeah. He his wife $4.5 billion, billion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's even more interesting, I don't know if you saw this. Ten years ago, he bought Donald Trump's Palm Beach mansion 
for $95 million, and that's where he lives now. What, a Russian guy overpaid Donald Trump for a piece of property? I don't understand. Hey, hey, I guess he sold the mansion to him. So. He sold the mansion. Yeah, so Bezos, if they if they go halvesies, Longoria, let me do the math here for yeah, you. Yeah, 137 divided by two. He's uh, uh, worth $137 million, so a 12, and then you drop the one and the seven, and that will be eight. Uh, $68 billion in change, Russ. Mm-hmm. She'll be the richest woman in the world. Yeah. So this guy, he's also got a 29-year-old single daughter. And uh, I need a new girlfriend. Bezos. <laughs> yeah. Listen, go after Bezos's ex, Russ. Yeah. Mackenzie's her name but, also. Is it really? Yeah, no, I'm it? talking about isn't this it? Russian guy. Uh, oh, that's no. You, listen, Russia Russ, right you're now. not She's going to Russia. Hot. Russia's not going to let you in the country. You go after yeah, Bezos's he ex. Now. He's in Donald Trump's mansion. Yeah, that's the guy, not the girl. Oh, yeah. I don't know where she was. Listen, but... I'm telling you, you go out to San Francisco. Silicon Valley, and you start hunting down Bezos's ex. Look at every dumpster you can find <laughs> and do your magic. So I'm guessing your Mackenzie's not coming back. Is that it? Well, she came yesterday. She was here yesterday, but she's not here now. All right. Well, she's so playing hard to get, Russ. I don't think she's girlfriend. I think she's a temp. Temporary yeah. employee. All right. That's okay. Yeah. I, thought she, I thought he said something else. Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Howard started as a temp, and he became the CEO of Dunder Mifflin. So, you know, temps can temps can be good hires long term. Always good to talk to Russ. 404-872-0750, wsb Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Join us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? Out of the dumpster and into the drive through Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese. And I aim to please on a Thursday night. <laughs> Johnny K, uh, growing up in uh, on the plains of Ohio, if, let's say, Donaldson passed out in a party, would you guys mess with him? What would you do? As a matter of fact, um, I remember about 10 years ago, Amber drew on another buddy of ours, a fake. All over it. I mean, all black markers, eyeballs, mustache, beard, nose, the whole bit. And there's still pictures of it. And I really don't think that he's forgiven her for it. Do I know this person? Uh, Brago? I think you met him. Oh, Andy? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I know Andy. He, she drove over Bragg's face? Yeah, all over, all over it. Do you think that was retribution because Matt D used to date Bragg's sister? Do you think there was some deep-seated thing in there? I'm sure there's many deep-seated things inside of all of us, Mark. Very nice. All right, what's on the menu tonight, Johnny K? A contradiction of terms, just like the rest of us, Mark. Wendy's has a giant junior bacon cheeseburger now, in case you weren't confused enough when you were trying to figure out which Wendy's burger you want when you went through the drive-thru. It's not just a junior bacon cheeseburger. It's not just a cheeseburger. It's a giant junior bacon cheeseburger just when you thought they couldn't fit another one on their menu they're giving you a giant junior bacon cheeseburger kind of like jumbo shrimp i guess <laughs> junior bacon cheeseburger you bring up a good point though because I, I don't know if this ever happens to you long gory but at wendy's you could have mm-hmm. you have the junior cheeseburger you right. have the junior cheeseburger deluxe you've got the bacon cheese mm-hmm. there's a lot of little little burger choices yeah. at wendy's they're confusing yes yeah from the from the ham, from the junior hamburger to the double stack the junior cheeseburger, cheeseburger deluxe. So if you if you start with the hamburger, you just have the hamburger. They give you the onions on it. Yeah. The double stack will give you two, 
two patties. Two patties. And, but not the uh, not the lettuce and tomato. But when you start getting into the junior bacon cheeseburger, they're going to give you the lettuce and tomato there. Yeah. So instead of just your junior bacon cheeseburger, which is not, don't get it confused with the son of Baconator, which is almost the same thing <laughs> as a giant junior bacon cheeseburger. There's a lot going on on the far right of the Wendy's menu. I always defer or default to the junior, uh, the bacon cheeseburger. No, the cheeseburger deluxe. That's the one I default yeah. to. If I want to add a burger onto my order, which sometimes happens, I do the cheeseburger deluxe. Right. So if you got the giant junior bacon cheeseburger and had them hold the bacon, then you would have a giant junior cheeseburger deluxe. Wow. <laughs> That's too much. Sounds, sounds like an SAT question. <laughs> yeah. Get your scientific calculators out, everybody. <laughs> well, Go to the drive through look at them all, and just order a bacon. But well, you're still getting the same anyway. the same fine ingredients that you'd get on any uh, Wendy's burger, right? So, I mean, you're, you're not – you'll enjoy this is what, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and it, it all comes down to – whether you want lettuce and tomato on it. That pretty much cuts the menu in half. <laughs> Longo, do you want lettuce and tomato on your thing? I don't have to, but yeah, you know, I don't it's have a must. To. You know. I, could, I picture Longoria as the guy that pulls the lettuce off the burger and throws it on the ground. If it gets in the way, I do, yeah, definitely. If you ever see random lettuce laying on the ground, that's Longoria. Throwing. I'll try it first, but I, I sometimes like it just gets... I pull the lettuce off and, and put know. it in my mouth like a wad of chaw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Johnny K. Johnny, we appreciate you as always, and? Yeah, if the cholesterol is high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter and listen to my podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. Johnny Kielbasa for all things, or johnnykielbasa.com for all things Kielbasa. Appreciate you, brah. It's that, bro. My man. Uh, Tom joins us in Canton. Tom, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. What can I do for you, sir? Well, uh, I'm just talking about tricks when i was in germany we uh, we had three little ones we always played number one uh we'd go out on the town i was an incel and squad leader so i couldn't do a whole lot of drinking but when the guys come back and passed out we'd just fill their uh, pt uniform full of the uh what was that uh for jock itch oh yeah i know and what you're talking two, about right uh gold bond That's yes medicated powder you got it yeah and number two uh they go out and tie one on. We'd we'd bring them back, lay them down in front of the building at the flagpole. Woke up the next morning, their jeans was hanging on the top. <laughs> this is all in Germany, right? That's amazing. Well, Tom, thank you for your service, buddy. Uh, I don't recommend doing that overseas. Don't play tricks overseas. Alexis is up on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Alexis. Hi, Mark. Hey, fellas. What's going on? So- well, I'm contributing to your prank story. Yes. I was not the pranker, but the prank E. Oh, I'm sorry. What did they so, do to you? Oh, heck. It was my brother, and my older brother is a bit of a profanity. So he <laughs> had a uh, – it's on air, right? Yeah. So um, I had to – or he, he had a buddy stay over, and I'd fallen asleep. And, you know, ivory soap, the bars of ivory soap? Yeah. Has kind of a distinct smell. Well, evidently has a sort of distinct taste as well. They put soap carvings under my tongue. Oh, my was, God. It was terrible. How old are you, 33? When did this happen? <laughs> it, it was, you know, well, it stayed with me. No, I was like 11. Oh, my mom used to rinse my mouth out with soap, and she would purposefully scrape the soap across the bottom, my bottom teeth so it would get stuck behind there. Worst thing ever. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Alexis. You sound so sweet. I can't believe anyone would have messed with you. 
soap shavings under the tongue, Longoria. Yeah, that's All right, Longoria is, uh, says he can touch his toes and put his hands on the ground. Yeah. I'm going to videotape that now, and I'll tweet Sweet. it out. Uh, on Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show. We got to do this real quick. We ran out of time. A quick story from Jay on the Mark Aram Show. Jay, what do you have? Yes, um, we got the uh, drunk uh, story. Um, this goes back a long time ago, so you got to remember that the downtown connector was only three lanes in each direction with a grass median. Correct. Yeah. We had an obnoxious, we had an obnoxious drunk at uh, Georgia Tech, and our fraternity passed out on the sofa. So uh, one night we just carried him out and left him in the middle of the grassy median, the downtown <laughs> connector. Oh no. And, uh, yeah, Sun- Sunday morning he woke up in his boxer shorts as everyone was going driving to church. Uh, That's amazing. Don't do that now. Don't drop anyone off on the downtown connector now, though, please. That's very dangerous. Michael's up next on the show. Mike, what do you have? Michael. Oh, sorry, Mike. We lost you. Dan's in Hampton. Dan, what do you have, buddy? Hey, Mark. Appreciate the show. I was in uh, Australia in 1981 in the United States Marine Corps, and uh, we did these operations against the Australian Army. Afterwards, they gave us a about three or four days out in Perth for Liberty, and the locals loved the Marines, so they would take us out scuba diving or out to the bars or back to their house or out hunting. So a buddy of mine from Flint, Michigan, went kangaroo hunting, got done killing the kangaroo, cut the nuts off. Oh, I don't know if we can say that on the air. I don't know if we can say that on the air. (laughs) I want to hear the end of that story, though. I want to hear the end of that story. Bobby, finish us up strong. What do you have, buddy? Hey, um, I had a buddy in New York during baseball practice one year, um, and this guy, Harry, he was the kind of guy that people always picked on. So um, after practice one day, it was in February, it was cold. Harry was there in the locker room. We took this atomic bomb. I don't know if you know what that is, but you rub it on your joints and your elbow and stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. It heats up, right? Well, we, we rubbed it on his junk. I'm going to stop it right there. Yeah, we're going to get in trouble with that Yeah, one. We're, we're going to get bumped off our new time slot real quick. Let's two-star the show. No uh, no references to junk or anything or whatever. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram? Uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to get star of the show. I bought all this cider for all of us. I touched my toes. At, oh, you did touch your toes. You came in second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what do we got tomorrow? Uh, Millennial Mash game tomorrow. We'll have some fun stuff, too. We're only on for an hour, right, Chuck? Yeah. Six to seven, and then Clark right. Howard's going to be live from Vegas, seven to eight. So uh, we'll continue the conversation, always, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Airman. I put the uh, video of Longoria touching his toes both up on uh, Instagram or Twitter and Facebook. My Facebook page is Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep. Little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet, and it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.